Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. This is the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast, a podcast designed to come alongside you and help you become the leader you were created to be. I want to encourage you to take time to look back to episode number 10, an annual review, which will empower you and position you to take a look at 2023, to ask the right questions, and to make an assessment that will better position you to make 2024 your best year yet. And on this episode, we're going to talk about something that is going to enable you to maximize your time. As a matter of fact, we're going to talk about time maximization versus traditional time management. You're going to leave with seven tools that will help you and help your team maximize your time. Have you ever thought about this? Why is it that some people get so much accomplished and leave behind great achievements while others pass away almost unnoticed, leaving few tracks behind them after their lifetime? Some people say, well, it's because they're too busy. But are they really? Uh, don't we all have the same amount of time in a week? Too busy is a myth. Where you spend your time tells the world about your priorities. You make time for what you want to do. If it's important to you, you'll find time. You'll make time. You'll set aside time. Every one of us have the same amount of hours in a week. 168 hours. 168 hours, every one of us, the same amount of time. Time is irreversible and it's irreplaceable. When you waste your time, you waste your life. Time well accounted for is a life well spent. Well, what do we mean when we talk about time management versus time maximization? How do you get the most out of your time instead of wondering, where did your time go? Traditional time management theories teach people how to do more with the time they have, but time maximization teaches you to create more time by budgeting your time. Let me say that again. That's real important. Time maximization teaches you to create more time by budgeting your time. Budgeting your time is telling your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Budgeting your time is telling your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Time maximization is about both efficiency and productivity implemented with an act of prioritization. When you maximize your time, you're in a sense creating more time to do more important things. How many of you said, I know I have, boy, if I just had another hour, if I just had another day in the week, if I just had uh, more time, then I could get so much more done. Well, I want to share with you seven tools that have helped me and I believe will help you and will help you help your team to maximize your time, to maximize their time. Number one, architect your ideal week. In other words, write out a schedule of what your ideal week would look like. If you were able to have the perfect week, if you were able to draw up the ideal week, what would it look like? Now, that's going to do a couple things. First of all, it's going to cause you to stop and think about what it is that you want your week to look like. You're going to visualize it. And how many know if we visualize it, then we can actually live it out. But also, it's going to cause us to really question what matters most and where is our time best spent? 
Now, make sure when you architect your ideal week that you block out family time and you block out free time as well. Number two, plan your current week. Budget 80% of your capacity, but leave 20% buffer that you can spend however you want. Now, for me, planning out my week takes place the majority of the time on a Sunday afternoon after church. I sit down and I lay out my calendar and I lay out my week and I begin to lay out my schedule of what's most important for that week, what needs to be accomplished. And then I schedule the time for it. Number three, and I want to spend a little bit of time on this one, is attack open space. Attack open space. You have more open space than you realize you have. And I'm going to give you a a way to apply this at the end of this episode that is going to enable you to literally see how much open space you have. And every person that I've coached, every person that I've sat down with and walked through this have been amazed. I've sat down with groups and leaders and teams. They have been amazed at how much open space they have when they felt like they didn't have any open space at all. Here's a critical question. What unit of time do you think in right now? A lot of people think in hours or half hours. But the more successful you become, the smaller the unit of time you need to think in. The more successful you become, the smaller unit of time you need to think in. Think about your day. You have a collection, if you're like most people, of meetings, calls, emails, text, and other work during any given day. Most of what we do does not happen in nice, clean intervals. The, quote, real world, close quote, happens, and you have spots of unscheduled time in between responsibilities. Most people waste that open space time. But successful people maximize that time. Well, in order to attack the open space, we need to recognize the time wasters. Uh, There are many lists of time wasters out there. Let me share one that was published, the top eight time wasters. Uh, I bet you can guess which one is number one. Think about it. What's the number one time waster? You guessed it, social media. Social media is is one of the biggest time wasters for professionals in any work environment. As a matter of fact, it's not just Facebook and Instagram and all those things, Snapchat, but it's personal email. This blew me away. Email communication is the daily time waster of almost every office worker. Research conducted by Alasson found that an average employee checks their email 36 times per hour worked. You heard that right. Checks their email 36 times per hour worked. The constant inboxing monitoring can lead to a fragmented workflow, making it difficult to maintain focus and complete tasks efficiently. No kidding. Wow. The second big time waster is interruptions. How many times have you been right in the middle of something, right in the middle of a thought, right in the middle of writing something, putting together a presentation, and all of a sudden there's an interruption. And some days there's interruption after interruption. There's interruptions that interrupt your interruptions. And when we, every time we're interrupted, it takes us 15 to 30 minutes, and sometimes we never make it back to the place we were before we got interrupted. Number three, time waster is multitasking. Uh, we all think we can multitask, and I thought I was one of the best multitaskers in st- until I realized that I really can't multitask. I'm just bouncing from one task to another 
thinking that I'm multitasking. And many times becoming less efficient instead of more efficient. Number four is working without a plan. I've already talked about the importance of that, that every week we need to sit down and we need to plan our week. If we don't plan our calendar, then someone else will. And so it's imperative that we plan it and plan it with the things that we want on the calendar and that we mark out space for what is most important. I remember as a young leader when I was told by a mentor that you've got to mark out space for family and for other things that are important like that. And I thought he was crazy. And then I realized he knew exactly what he was talking about. So make sure that you plan your week or somebody else will. Number five, time waster is taking on coworkers' task. We always want to help our coworkers, and we want to have that kind of work environment. We have that kind of work environment here where we help each other all the time. But you want to make sure that you're able to stay focused on what you need to get done and don't get distracted by all the other things that need to be done. Number six is disorganization. How many times have we wasted 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour or more looking for something that we can't find because we're not organized. And so we don't have a place where it's located, where if we were organized, we could go to it immediately, save a bunch of time and become more effective. Number seven is procrastination. And we're going to spend a little bit of time talking about this in a minute. Many people uh, waste time because they never get started. And number eight is unnecessary meetings. And we all have been in unnecessary meetings. Sometimes they're mandatory, but sometimes they are definitely unnecessary. And uh, so we do our best to, to work through those things and work around that. But sometimes you have to go to them anyway, and I get it. Now, if you're able to, to do intentionally deal with the unaccounted for time in your schedule during the day, you'll be able to get more work done in fewer hours, and you'll go home feeling better about what you've accomplished and spend more time with the important people in your life. So instead of emphasizing time in terms of how long things take, you'll be changing the paradigm to emphasizing productivity, which brings me to number four. Number four, when we talk about seven tools to maximize your time. So we've already talked about architect your ideal week. Number two, plan your current week. Number three, attack open space. And we've identified uh, many of the time wasters and how to uh, take those time wasters and turn them into an opportunity Uh, to get things accomplished, excuse me, number four, prioritize the priorities. Keep the main thing the main thing. We've all heard that, probably said that, but it's critical. Budgeting your time is telling your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. Remember, it isn't about getting everything done because we will never get everything done. There will always be something else on our to-do list but it's about getting the most important things done. The key is to attack the most important things that you can get done in the time frame you have available. And, and you know what I found out and, and what I found out in coaching clients is that when we attack the most important things and we get them done, we tend to get a lot of the other things done as well. Number four is trim the fat. Trim the fat. We all have fat that we need to trim. Uh, Working hand-in-hand with prioritizing is actively reducing the amount of time you spend on things that you need to do. Some things, the more you do it, the better you get at it, 
and the less time it takes to do it. Some things, the more you do it, the better, the more efficient you get at it, and the less time it takes to do it. But often we allow certain activities to take longer in our day than they should because we've always taken that amount of time to get them done when sometimes we can get them done in half of the time. Now, part of trimming the fat, too, is what I call setting your game clock. And this is a game changer. Decide how long you will commit to a certain activity ahead of time. In other words, look at it and say, you know what? 15 minutes, you know what, 18 minutes, you know what, 27 minutes, you know what, 45 minutes. And then you set the timer and you will be amazed at how more effective you will become, more efficient you will become when the clock is running. Many people work better when the clock is running. And then when the time expires, the game is over, you move on to the next thing on your schedule. Knowing you have that time limit will get you motivated and help you become more efficient. Number six, and number five, trim your fat. Number six, triage your calendar. Now, it's a military term. In a battle zone, medics must decide where to apply limited resources. They cannot help everyone. Often, they don't have enough medical supplies or personnel to help everyone. And so medical personnel recognize that some patients will survive without medical care while others won't survive even if they get medical care. Triage means ignoring these two groups and focusing on those who will only survive with appropriate medical care. Now, with regards to your calendar, it's a little different. Triage means that you must know which things you can safely cancel or reschedule and which ones demand your active participation. And that's how you come up with a practical application plan. Triage your calendar, number six. Number seven, this is a big one. This is a big one out of, out of if you want to uh, have a tool that'll help maximize your time, then we, we, we need to, we, got, we have to do number seven. It's going to sound simple, but many people never get to it. Here's what it is. Are you ready? Number seven, get started. <laughs> the hardest thing, <clears throat> the hardest part is often getting started. Procrastination is the enemy of progress. Procrastination is the enemy of progress. Even if you have great self-discipline, you're going to run into times when you just don't have the energy or the motivation to do what you know you need to do. You see something that you don't want to do, and you keep putting it off, and you keep putting it off. I'll do it later. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. And many times later never comes. Now, now here's, the, here's the problem. Not only does it affect that situation, but it has a ripple effect, and it affects your efficiency and your productivity in many other areas as well. How many have wasted minutes, hours, thinking about getting started? Some people, believe it or not, even waste a lifetime because they never got started. I've always said the place that you will find the most dreams that have not been accomplished is in the graveyard because people die without ever achieving their God-ordained destiny, without ever living to the purpose that they were created for, many of them because they simply never got 
started. One of the hardest things to working out is getting up and getting to the gym and getting started. Once you get started, then you'll keep going. The same is true when it comes to productivity in our life and in the workplace. So how do we, what are some things practically that we can do? We, we've given you seven, uh, we've given you seven tools. Now, what can we do to use these tools more effectively? Let me give you a couple practical application takeaways, if you will. Uh, number one is I want you to keep track of every hour this week. Remember, we talked about uh, architecting your ideal week. Now what I want you to do, you've got your ideal week. Now what I want you to do is actually I want you to keep track of every hour this week and do it for several weeks in a row. You're going to find some amazing things out. First of all, number one, you're going to find out that you have more open space, more dead time, more downtime than you realize when you begin to map out every single minute of a day and write down what you did. The other thing that you're going to realize really quickly is, is all of a sudden you will become so much more efficient when you know that you have to write down how much time it took you to do a task. And when you know that you have to write down, what did I accomplish today in these minutes, in this hour, in these hours, what's it going to look like at the end of the day? Well, we all want it to look good at the end of the day. So when we keep track of every hour of the day, every minute of the day, we tend to work smarter and more efficiently. And when the day's over, we look back and we tend to have accomplished a whole lot more than we normally do. And so I want to encourage you to keep track of every hour, every minute for a couple weeks, write it out and take a look at it. And you're going to see a pattern. Number two, determine your time maximizer open space number. Remember, the more productive and more effective you get and want to become, the smaller those amount of times will be. A lot of people think in 30-minute or one-hour intervals. I want to encourage you to think in less than that, 10 minutes, 3 minutes, 5 minutes, and begin to and have different ones. Like, what can I get done? What's the next task that I need to get done that I can get done in 3 minutes? What's the next task? that I need to get done, that I can get done in a five-minute or an eight-minute or a 12-minute or a 30-minute window. And when you identify those and you have those ready to go, in those moments when you're uh, dropping your kid off or waiting for them to come out of practice or you're waiting for them after school or you're in between meetings or you arrive a little bit early and you've got a three-minute, a five-minute, an eight-minute, a 12-minute window, all of a sudden, not, not every spare moment you have, but all of a sudden, you're going to begin to maximize some of that time, and you're going to become more effective in getting more done. Again, it's traditional time management versus time maximization. Time maximization teaches you to create more time by budgeting your time. Budgeting your time is telling your time where to go instead of wondering where it went. And when you do this, you are going to become more effective, you're going to lead more effectively, and you're going to help your team become more productive. If this podcast has been an encouragement and a help to you, will you please be so kind to rate it and be so kind to share with others that we can effectively help them lead and become the leader they were created to be. Thank you for listening to the Larry Crawford Leadership Podcast. For more information or to download the leader guide for this episode, you can go to our website, larrycrawford.live. 
To get in touch with us, send us an email at leadership at larrycrawford.live. Oh, 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 oh,